Beyond and Under with Bohdana Oneschuk. Hello, my dear listeners. Finally, we came to the second episode of Beyond and Under, which really excites me. And today we will talk, I will talk about some reflections. I will reflect in front of you uh, about certain things like success or personal growth. And also I will discuss a little bit and talk a little bit about environment that I grew in and general about my life story. I was thinking a lot about exactly what I want to transfer to you and what I want to tell you about my life story. And, you know, in my head at first, it was quite vague and it was abstract. And I didn't, didn't have that clarity, that structure in my head. What exactly should I talk about when I when when the topic of, of the topic of my life story comes up in my head? And it came up in my head a lot of times, and every time I was so lost and I would not and I was not clear about that, so it was too abstract in my head. But today I realized that I want to open a few points to my life story, to um, to my life and how it was growing up or etc. or some details about that. And today we're going to cover three points which are environment that I grew in, how it shaped me and why I'm grateful for it. And it's just the beginning and later on we will talk more about it and I will tell you more so that you can you can you can draw this picture of me as a character, as a as a character of this program of this show Beyond and Under, so that you can create that character, that a certain personality, a certain face, a certain hair, um, that you can imagine me and not just as 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 a person in a, that that looks certain way, but also as a person that is certain way. So I'm not just, I, I, I don't want you to think or imagine my appearance only, but also my personality, my character and such things that I find really important. And yeah, because it's Beyond and Under is, is, a, is, is a show, a program, is a show that, that I really want to talk about things that are important for me. But also in the in the middle of all this, of all these stories or in all these reflections and thoughts, I want you to create a certain character that you build your story, that you feel as if you're reading a book about a certain character. And that character is telling you about about her life story, about her difficulties, about her struggles, about her obstacles. And at the same time, you feel so connected to that because now you know the appearance, because now you can imagine the personality, because now you have that image in your head. So now every time I, I, I talk, it's no more just talking, but a part of the story, but a part of the story in the book that you are reading, except that you're listening to it every month. Maybe later on, it will be twice a month. Who knows? So you see, and I really want to work on it. I really want to work on creating creating a book uh, by my voice and creating a book by a certain interactions or encounters with other people as well so I don't say that's why I didn't say I am a main character because I think this is not about who's main character or not it's about it's about talking and it's about getting your thoughts out and making yourself being heard and that's what I'm gonna do today and I really hope that 
very soon that plan because for me it's it's a real purpose that you really feel that you are reading a book every time and then you know that person who's talking right now you know that person how that person is the way she's sitting or the way she's talking or the way she's gesturing because I'm gesturing right now a lot I I don't know why but it's just my habit it just the part of me, part of me part of my disposition I I'm emotional and in some ways and I'm uh, just uh, using a lot of gestures when I talk well and for that for that I really want that every episode you get connected to me a little bit more how to do that I'm still thinking in every episode I'm trying to make it real to make that that possibility and that purpose of of my audience of my listeners having that feeling of connection that feeling of community and that feeling of belonging to that book to my book to the book I'm I'm telling you that to the stories I'm sharing with you that you just can't help but be the part um, so let's start from my life story well my life story, when I think about the words, my life story or something like that, I really, I have a smile on my face. I have a smile on my face and that is because I'm so grateful that my life story was exactly the way it was. And looking back, I might say that I would love to change a lot. But at some point of my life, I realized that I don't want to change anything about my past, about my process of growing up, process of becoming somebody, process of becoming myself. And I, I, that would be really smart and sensible to, to ask or to imagine to change something about that or a little bit at least a little bit older some some things that happened but now I can say I would think so in the past now I think that I wouldn't change a think about it a think about it I don't I don't know why but this enlightenment just came came to me that if it had been or it had happened differently, or if a certain situation had been um, had been an, in a different way, then I wouldn't have been the person I am now. I wouldn't have um, had a certain think or a certain characteristic that I have now. I wouldn't have. Um, had a certain character character or a certain mindset about life as well so that's why I would not change a thing about the past or about my life story and environment that I grew in it was tough it was really tough but also it's also very hard to explain because everybody's life story was was hard it was really it was really hard and hard to overcome and hard to get through no matter how good or bad your life story is it doesn't really matter because we are all human and we all experience a lot of difficulties we have different kind of difficulties but still the way we feel them is very similar and that's why to say that my life story was that environment that I grew in was tough is a little bit you know it depends with what we are comparing but here I don't want to compare anything and I don't want that you compare your life story with anything with anything and anybody because it's hard it's equally hard for everybody equally hard for everybody when you talk with a person talk with a person and then more or 
more than more than a month or two months and you're really building a certain relationship with a person you're really getting to know asking the question being eager about the the past present and future then you realize that 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 person's life wasn't easy at all just as yours but yours was in a different way in a different aspect and the person had diff- and the person had difficulties in in another aspect but in the end it's still the same it's just different aspect different angles but still it's the same so that's why i i don't like having this comparison and i know sometimes it's hard not to have it because our our reaction is to have the comparison compare but i would say that environment that i grew in and everybody's life story is hard and it's full of tears it full of bruises it full of different sad things but don't remember about the silver lining because every every life story is full of joy full of moments full of something beautiful as well and going back to environment that i grew in it was tough it was really tough because i grew up in in quite big family quite big family i have three older brothers and it was it was hard and when i say that I grew up with three older brothers. Everybody is just jealous because they think that that guarantee protection or that guarantee something for you. But in fact, it's not always so. And there are a lot of conditions or a lot of factors that can influence that. And also remember about different personalities that we have and remember about how different we are. And I've noticed that every family is presentations of such a difference, of such a diversity. Because in my family, I have three older brothers and they are so, so different from me. It's a far cry from me. There is, the, of course, there are some, some outward similarities. But inside, talking about our personalities and characters that's really hard to say that we have any similarities or something in common of course that there is a certain manner of maybe of talking or manner of communicating but still maybe the voice maybe this and that but still a very it's very awkward but about personality of course we we are very very different from each other and that's absolutely normal because everybody everybody was developing at their own pace at their own at their own as well um way because we couldn't we couldn't have developed in the same way or under the same circumstances because still if i say i have three older brothers it means that they are older so we have an age gap and it means that their life was also hard or was also very quite different from mine. So you see, it's it's really hard to talk about anything because at one point you understand that everything has so many aspects and so many sides that you can just give one ambiguous answer, one answer yes or no. Because, you know, this these kind of questions or this kind of discussion or topics most of them i would say almost every kind of thing it's not about yes or no or it's not about just saying the fact or something very very straight and and so and um yeah so i grew up with three older brothers and it was also very hard to to live um in a family when i was the only girl because i couldn't find the understanding of based on a gender Uh, and this is absolutely okay because i found that understanding in myself i couldn't find that understanding in my mother 
And uh, that's why I was looking for that understanding in, in, in myself. And I ended up not finding it at all. And I ended up, ended up finding um, this um, gender understanding, understanding of being a girl or being a woman uh, very late in my life. So this is the, the kind of a environment that, that I grew in. But beside that, it's something very, it's not something significant. So I don't, I don't find it as, or I don't um, consider it as something significant or something that, that influenced me so much. Maybe it did, but I, I just don't see that in, in such a way now. Uh, so that is the environment about environment, but it's just the tip of the iceberg. So I'm trying to gather my thoughts together and and tell more about the environment that I grew in. Well, it was always kind of a struggle and kind of a, well, uh, not struggle, but I would say this over trying to overcome the thoughts of of poverty or of being not having everything that you want and that's absolutely healthy that's absolutely okay because we all we want a lot of things when we are kids and we don't have that clarity about what we need about our needs about necessities about what we can what we can get so we don't have that clarity about these things in our childhood but um I had reflections and I had thoughts about this 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 topic of poverty and about the topic of not having money or not having money for just developing as a person personally or you know the 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 question of money as well and it's really I I I only after many many years of my of my adulthood I was able to talk about these topics because before that I couldn't I simply couldn't admit that and it was it was um, not pleasant at all it was not pleasant at all to be honest so I was living in the environment of always thinking about the money and not that you don't have enough of them and thinking about how to make them even if it even as a child so I guess because of that thoughts and because of that environment, now I have um, I have quite great ambitions about my life, about my career, or about this topic of earning money. And I would say that influenced me a lot, the environment that I grew in. But also from the other side, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that because now I'm conscious about this and now I'm clear about this and now I know what what I want and I know why because now it's I worked on on this point of of thinking as a child of thinking about money or thinking about poverty that I am poor or or I look poor you know having this a lot of insecurities about um, about welfare uh, financial welfare and i would just say that later later on in my in my adulthood i was able to work on that work on that a little bit but you know you you live and learn so it takes a lot of time it takes whole life to really work on that sorely and completely and after that, I was asking myself some questions. Why do I want success? Why do I want my ambitions to become true? Why do I want this and that? And after, after asking these kind of questions, I really gave a lot of answers to them. And the answers were like, I always like to do something. I like to be busy with things. So when I'm not developing or I'm not, I'm not making something creating something intellectually or not just intellectually but also from the art point of view then i'm not i'm not satisfied if i'm not doing anything if i'm just comfortable i'm not satisfied when i'm comfortable i'm not satisfied when i'm when i'm just doing all right i'm not satisfied when i'm going with the flow 
Well, well, then I was giving this these answers and understanding that I really would love to have or to own something on, on my own because I want to create things and create them in so many aspects because creating can can be very different it can be very different and it can come from different sources and it can have different outcomes as well um, so I was I was given these answers I gave these answers to to the questions and then how it shaped me how the environment that I grew in shaped me so imagine I was I I, I grew up in a Ukrainian family I grew up in a in a small town in west part of Ukraine with three older brothers and with all this ambitions on my back and always doing something to make them real even if it was so so ridiculous whatever I was doing so that was the environment also the environment was of that whatever um, I would say there is there is a certain there is a saying in English how you sow so shall you reap and I always kind of a I was I was living my my childhood my teenager years according to the saying how you sow so shall you reap and meaning that how much you work for whatever you want and if you don't in in opposite case if you don't then you're not going to have anything because you didn't you didn't uh, so uh, you didn't sow anything but if you sow something then you can reap something it doesn't really matter what amount of the harvest of the harvest you have but what matters is that you have harvest and i was living according to this saying for until now from a very early childhood from the age of six or five from the age of six probably when I started school of six till now because I know that it's really true how much you will prepare everything for your success or work hard for your success and it doesn't really matter what kind of success we're talking about here I'm not I'm not imposing a certain a certain formula or a certain concept of success and we're going to talk about this later after after um, this point but I lived in this kind of environment so having a big family being a little bit on your own in a lot of practical aspects as um, practical aspects yeah thinking about how to earn money and thinking about how to make my ambitions really, really so really real. And um, yeah, so it was also an environment of being on my own, as I mentioned already. And it was being on my own in the sense of, of my understanding of what I want, of, of, of the support, because I didn't um, I didn't get the support from anybody but I so that why that's why I needed to give that support to myself you see so it was all a lot of responsibilities about your own future and I felt that and I carried that and I think I, I did it pretty well of course a few years ago I would not say so or think so that I did it pretty well and I carried this these whole things and and desires that now are goals pretty well but now I really looking back and adequately evaluating everything I understand that I really did a great job so that was the environment that I grew up and of course there there were a lot of difficulties like small difficulties like everyday difficulties like nobody understanding you or um, I would say not nobody understanding you, but not really sharing your thoughts, not really sharing your your goals or or your dreams. Because back then it was it was it needed. It took a lot of bravery. It took a lot of courage to to say it out loud or not just dream about it, but really say one day I will own my company for example you see it's like it takes a lot of courage or one day I will p 
be successful according to my definition of success. So that was environment that I grew in and I just realized that I I do want to talk about this in details next episodes, but now about how it shaped me. While it shaped me in a very specific way, it made me very strong and it made me very persistent and resilient Uh, because thinking about, well, it was not that hard, that was there were a lot of good things, a lot of good moments, and I do appreciate them and never forget them. But also despite despite all these beautiful things and beautiful days and beautiful hours that I spent with, with some people that I really loved or that I spent creating something that I really enjoyed, uh, despite all of that, I would say that I had a lot of responsibility about my future from the very young age because I knew that nobody's going to do that for me and no gonna, nobody going to help me and I'm here on my own and you know and having this understanding from the very young age and when I say from the very young age I mean the age of eight or seven and a half eight probably eight from eight to nine uh, it, it's a little bit hard because you are supposed to be a child. You're supposed to have your childhood in all beautiful aspects, but instead you end up thinking or worrying or knowing that you are the only guarantee for your future. It should be so. It should be so. But sometimes you need something more. Sometimes you need a genuine support. Sometimes you need a practical support. And when you and I'm not having it, you understand that you're just on your own. So you got to figure it out. You see, and for sure, it made me much more stronger and it shaped me as a, as a quite strong person. But, you know, talking about how strong I am, well, I'm not that much, actually. I've met a lot of people and they lived through so many difficulties. They are so strong. And I understand that... Um, I am not that strong, but it's also okay because I'm my kind of strong. And um, yeah, so how it shaped me, it made me very, it made me quite responsible about my future. And it made me quite intensive about what I want. Because for me, it's really important to know what I want. Because if I don't, if I don't know, then I I will be so lost and I will not get it all together and it just you don't have clarity so how on earth can you move further how on earth can you do steps toward whatever you want whatever you desire and I don't see any ways because you're not clear you're not you 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 haven't you haven't made the decision yet the decision about who you want to be or what you want to own or what is your definition of success or who are you or what shape do you have a psychological shape do you have so it shaped me as a person who who moves who moves towards something that is important for her it shaped me as a person who who not who is not paying attention to those who are jealous or to those who are trying to sabotage you to sabotage you and and not helping at all or just intoxicating and injecting you with something very negative that you can go on and it shame me as a person who is callous maybe you know that word it's it's when your callus is, is it's a hard hard skin uh, near your near finger, near your uh, nail so it's callus and also and when we're talking about the person callus it means that that person is not easily offended or that person is not easily not easily lets other people influence her or his um, mindset or mind or mental state so I uh, uh, how it shaped me it made me callous it made me really um, callous to a lot of things and um, that's why very often I hear that um, 
some of my good friends they they tell me I don't know you at all or I don't know anything about you and to some extent it's true because of that callousness because because it shaped me in a certain way that I know what I want and I'm just doing this and I'm going toward the goal but also I'm not sharing it with anybody because I know I had that kind of a thinking about it and looking back I understand that I had that thing that that realization that I don't I don't have an opportunity to say it or to share it with anybody so so I can be heard or I can be listened to and really supported so that's why I I saw no point in that why should I talk about this why should I talk about my plans for my life if not if you're not interested anyway so I had that kind of a concept and that's why it shaped me as a callous person and that's why this callousness gave me the this ability this skill now listen to the laughs of other or now listen to the mockery of other or now listen to the of to the to the try attempts to offend me of other people to offend me but also uh on the other side i can't say that i'm so independent and so um, and so independent from anybody from any people or from any thoughts and opinions of other i can't say that of course i say that i say that um, it shaped me in a way that um I, i became callous to a certain extent but from the other from the other side i understand that sometimes it hurts but the thing that that are happening when you are alone and when you are just experiencing that pain or that sadness it's still there it's still there because we're still human and every human being is sensitive no matter is it a man or is it a woman we don't we don't talk about the difference of a gender here because there is none in this kind of in this kind of things about the things about the opinions of other or the comments of other or a lot of other thing that we can hear or Yeah, and I really admire the people who say I just don't care about this and people who genuinely don't care. And I'm I've met one person like that and I admire that person a lot. Because I what I hear, I really understand that that person really doesn't care about the opinions, the possible opinions that can be not true, but that is something that is so it it just so out there and people talk and we know all that and we all are like this and um he said oh well i i just don't care i i know that it's not true and that's enough for me you know sometimes uh and i thought wow sometimes i want that the whole world know that it's not true and i want to be that you know righteous person that is telling everybody that is not true about me but then you you realize that nobody really cares that much now because everybody forgot or <laughs> because of other reasons and it's just you spend your energy you wasted your energy you spend your energy for something that is not is not beneficial or helpful to you at all and then you have nothing in the end you have just sadness you have that regret that maybe you spent yourself or you poured yourself uh, upon something that was not worth it and yeah so i really the conclusion is i really admire that person yeah well and yeah so it shaped me in this way but also i want to make this uh, make this emphasis that we are every single person is very different and we are we have so many sides and you never know sometimes the person looks so tough and you think nobody or nothing can offend that person but then you understand that that person is really suffering in a certain situation about certain people or about certain um certain life episodes but we don't know we don't know about that why i'm grateful for it why i'm grateful for the environment that i grew in for 
for the way it shaped me, for my life story in, in general? Why am I grateful for that? Well, for a lot of reasons. I'm grateful for that for a lot of reasons. First of all, because of the way it shaped me. So the second point of what I was talking about, answering about my life story is something that that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for every every sad situation, every heartbreak. And I'm not talking about love, but heartbreak can happen not only about love, not only about romantic relationship, heartbreak can happen in so many other things. When you're working so hard for something, applying somewhere, because you see that as something, as an opportunity for you to be there, to be somewhere, to do something, to become the person that you think you want to become, and then it's not happening. And that's really heartbreaking. But then you understand that it should have been this way because you were not ready, but you couldn't admit that. So this, I can say that in such a case, this heartbreak is not justified. But still, it's a heartbreak. No matter what, it's still a heartbreak. You still you still feel this and you still are in this state of your heart and state of your thoughts when you think something is not happening for you. Um, yeah, so I'm grateful for how it shaped me because I would not be able to be the person that I am right now without the, the environment that I agree in. It's only something very small, a very small part of my environment because I will tell you why, because I just wrote down before the recording, I wrote down a few, um, a few, just the points that I want to talk about. And I didn't write uh, detailed uh, detailed points of every point. So that's why it was hard for me to say it more laconic and more structured. And why I'm grateful for it, going back to the point number three, why I'm grateful for it. As I already said, because I would not be able to be the person that I am now, absolutely impossible. It's absolutely impossible to be somebody that I am now without everything that I came through in my past. Past is past and past is in the past. But also I, I appreciate past for, for, who, for what kind of person the past made out of me for my present and then for my future it's a lot of work it's a lot of work and i'm talking not about the past i'm talking about present moment or about future moment but this work is possible because i was in a certain in a certain condition that allowed to make this this work happen you know th- sometimes there are certain requirements for a work and and I believe that this is so in our life. This is really so in our life. When he, we have certain chapters, we have certain chapters of our life. And then for certain chapters of our life, we have requirements. There are requirements that require us to be a certain way mentally, physically, or, or, uh, or spiritually. And, and there is some requirements for every chapter for every chapter and so that's why that the work that I'm doing now everything that I'm creating now became possible because of the person that I became in the past that past made out of me because of the environment that I grew in because of the, my mindset because of the problems and six spots weak spot that I got and then after that I need to work hard on them psychologically work hard on them asking myself a thousand questions being honest admitting the truth when I was crying because you know the truth is not sweet it's bitter and it's painful and it's suffering and it's tearful and yeah so I'm grateful for every single episode of my life of my life story and of my life story that is to come as well 
and yeah i have i just have this this thoughts about about who i am now and i understand that i'm still have so much to learn so much to work on i understand that but also i understand what a far cry i am from the past me and that is the most wonderful and the most pleasant real realization realization that that can possibly happen right now in this studio and very symbolically i want to share with you right now i'm sitting in a studio it's quite spacious it's it's full of light and but a little bit dark because it's raining outside today and then there is a huge plant on the windowsill and one only one reddish flower it is so beautiful so the plant is green green different different shades of green and then this only one left flower it's red it's a, it's yeah a little bit indian red such a color and it is so beautiful it's blooming it's in its strength and in its power it is in its beauty and its and in its highness and this flower looks like a queen it looks like a queen but it is also very lonely and very lonely because nobody of the flowers is there anymore they withered and i just admire this flower so much and i understand in order to become a flower in order for this flower to bloom like that you need a process so, th- so this is a parallel that i came up with right now this is this you you really need to come through a certain way of growth and only then you are able to become that flower and it takes time you don't become the flower just right away it takes time it takes time of of being in the shades of a lot of leaves it takes times to not being seen it takes time of so much diff- so many difficulties and i would i would say that every person can be compared with that flower remember i told you not to compare yourself with anybody and that is it's not like i'm advising but it's like i'm telling from my own experience because it's really it's unpleasant and it's it hurts a lot and you understand a lot of things about your yourself about how, how how miserable you are or something like that which is which is no use you know it's not helping you it just making you you hold back it just making you slowly just making you so kind of a person that you don't want to be but with a flower i do want that you compare yourself with every flower that you see or with every plant that you see and you like it and remember how much time it takes for this flower to be in its in its beauty for this flower to shine with its beauty it takes time it takes a lot of efforts it takes a lot of episodes and times when you are in the shades when nobody admires you when nobody sees you when nobody really appreciates you and then you be, and then you become a flower this beautiful shining flower and i'm not just talking right now i'm looking at that very specific flower but i think that every flower is beautiful or every plant or every everything in the nature is beautiful so i like to compare with to compare my life story or my way with with the flowers not with other people but flowers or yeah in my case it's flowers sometimes sometimes other plants but mostly flowers and it's really so right now this flower is enjoying its beauty and you know it's not about the beauty i'm emphasizing the beauty but i when i say the beauty so many times i don't mean the appearance i don't mean something just outward i mean the process that is behind 
I mean the time that you took in order to become who you are. I mean all unendless efforts that you put into becoming who you are. I'm talking about this. This is attractive. This is beautiful. So I will remind you about this next episodes as well but I am reminding you this episode that when I say beautiful or I admire beauty it's not about our beauty it's not just about appearance it's not about it's not about how you look but it's about who you are it's about who you became it's about who you were and who you are now so I understand that this flower, there was no flower here. It was just this plant because this plant is, it's really, it's, it's a green plant. I don't know the name. It's a green plant, a lot of leaves. And then it just one flower. There, there were three or, or more and more to, to come. But uh, the, the rest there, that are, that are to come, I can't see them now very clearly. I just see something radish in, in the midst of green leaves and, and that's it. But this, the flower that is blooming, the only one right now, I can see that. I can admire that. And I can, I can just, when I look at that flower, I see the way, I, I see the past that was full of thorns the path that was full of struggles and the past that were full of enemies or full of unkind people or unkind situation or any other obstacles that can possibly come. And when I look at that proud flower, I understand how long the path was toward this point. We have 13 minutes left and 13 minutes left. I want to talk and spend that time on something very specific, which is Ukrainian. So as I said, and as I mentioned previous time in our previous episode, I do like talk and men, I do like talking and mentioning about my nation, about my country, by, about the history, because that is my background. And I grew up there and, you know, no matter where I am, I still want to go back to my country. I still want to be able to to go to my my Ukraine whenever I want or for how long I want or to leave there. And that is the part of, of my background and I can take it apart from me. And maybe you have seen already the cover of my show. So it's it's me in the red dress and then in the background there is ruins and destructed um, kind of a building. And this is also has a meaning and has to do with, with my background because my background, it's, it's not easy. My life story is not easy and the the terrible things that are happening right now in Ukraine are not easy as well. You know what is the price of the war? The blood. The blood of the nation. The blood of the people. That is the price of the war. And my heart is aching every time I think about this. And every time I realize that the price of the war is the blood of my people. And that is the hard truth that I should accept. And everybody, everybody of us should accept. Because we never know. We never know with whom it can happen. We never know when, where it can happen. So we should be careful with talking, with our words. We should be very careful when we discuss something. We discuss something about political affairs, about so many things 
that has to do with other people. We should be careful because we never know. Yeah, and I really, I am proud. I am proud to be Ukrainian. And I am proud of Ukrainian language as well and Ukrainian and Ukrainian history. I admire Ukrainian language a lot. And today I want to talk about Ukrainian as well. As we talked a little bit about Ukrainian last time, about the difference and why there is this question so often, isn't it, isn't it the same as Russian? And I explained that. So if you want to hear it again, you can listen it on SoundCloud or YouTube with the same, with the same name, Beyond and, Beyond and Under. And um, I, I uh, want to share three points about um, about the Ukrainian and about how unique it is and why it is unique, why it is a unique language. Every language is unique, but we should really know and be conscious, be conscious and be aware of the uniqueness of our language, of our mother tongue. I would say, I would say, number one, what is so interesting and so unique about Ukrainian? Number one is astonishing variability. So the Ukrainian is known for its melodic nature. It's very melodic. It's, you know, whenever I really enjoy talking and speaking in Ukrainian because the sounds are so melodic and all also as a, a quick fact about uh, Ukrainian language, uh, there was a certain competition of how beautiful, how melodic, how mellifluous the, the language is. And Ukrainian was in top three languages, in top three, uh, according to the sound, according to how, how it sounds, how beautiful it is. And so it's known for its melodic nature. And it is very pleasing to the ear. So it's very pleasant to listen to. And what is important about this point, astonishing variability, is that Ukrainian is, is rich, has rich vo uh, vocabulary of synonyms. That is so huge. For one word, we have so many synonyms that sometimes I'm just so lost in the in this endless list of of synonyms to one word so it's very variable so it has a reach of vocabulary and um because most most ukrainian words they have several synonyms which helps make oral or or written communication more poetic so in the very core it's about being poetic, being pleasant, being pl pleasing to the ear. And another point is delicate language. Ukrainian is a delicate language. Because we, you know, there are a lot of endearments and diminutives um, for it's, it's common and it's typical for a lot of language, for every language, I guess. And it's, uh, it's, it's a very universal category in here in, in almost all languages. But uh, Ukrainian, we in Ukraine, we have a very special place for this endearments and diminutives. And um, this makes the language, the Ukrainian, extraordinar extraordinarily tender and delicate. It makes it so soft and so tender and yeah so finding finding another language with so many endearing words as ukrainian is hard it's hard because it takes a very serious and important place in ukrainian and even in our national anthem um ukrainians we affectionately affectionately this word here is important we affectionately refer to their to our enemies as vorizhenke, which means little enemies, and it's 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 really endearment and it's it's a very cute word because it's not just enemies, 
because enemies it just clear it's enemies right but it's more like little enemies like small enemies you know like vorizhenke because enemy in ukraine is vorog vorog but we in in endearment in this endearment category in this endearment type of language we say vorizhenke so it sounds very soft and very tender as if we we doesn't as if we don't want to have enemies but we just happen to have them and the last point here is exceptionally rich vocabulary we already mentioned about astonishing variability and that it has a lot, a lot of synonyms to every word, every single word. But also it's Ukrainian has exceptionally rich vocabulary. And I would say that uh, Ukrainian, Ukrainian, um, we have an Ukrainian, sorry, I forgot exact number. That's why I'm trying to check it. I found it. I found it. We have around 256,000 words. There is 256,000 words in Ukrainian. So think about this number. 256,000 words. I will repeat one more time. 256,000 words. And to in just in contrast that you understand more or less uh, in contrast to Russian, which contains a hundred and fifty thousand words, and then two hundred fifty-six thousand words. Um, yes, so we have exceptionally rich vocabulary. And that is really true because there are a lot of ways of saying one word because of very variable synonyms. Yes. Give me a second. One second. Four. Um, for example, I just wanted to come up with a certain example, a factual example, and I found one. I wrote that down previously and um, I found it now. So the example of, for example, we have in Ukrainian, we have the word to beat, to beat, a verb, to do what? To beat somebody, to beat somebody or to beat something. And for example, in, um, in Ukrainian, we have 45 equivalents for that word. And that's why this diversity and this very rich and variable synonyms and astonishing variability and exceptionally rich vocabulary, it makes, of course, it makes it hard and challenging to learn Ukrainian. And it's not, it's not fun when the language is so rich and it's not your mother tongue. Because um, for me, as a as as a Ukrainian, and for me, Ukrainian is is my my my, my mother tongue, and it's very dear to my so, to my heart and to my soul. So for me, it's really exciting, and uh, I really appreciate the fact that it is so rich that I can explore the vocabulary. I can explore a certain a certain list of synonyms to one word. And because I want to find exactly one word that is exactly what I want to say. And it makes it so wonderful. It makes it so, it makes me appreciate it even more. But for, I understand that for a foreigner, that would be a little bit complex. And I think for a foreigner, it's, it's just, it's, it's a challenge. It's a huge challenge. It's a huge challenge. Yeah, so uh, revising, astonishing variability, delicate language, tender and um, tender and and very, it's um, and very endearing. It's tender and endearing and delicate and exceptionally rich vocabulary. We are finishing here. It's very, very sudden. 
Uh, okay, beyond and under, we spot on and shook. Bye bye. I should go. <laughs>